0: Can I take a moment just before we talk about some vision to preach the Word to you? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. You're a church that likes the Word of God? Yeah. Just checking, I'm, I'm in the right, church. did I show up to the right place today? Okay, good. Awesome. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul's speaking to the church. And he says something pretty amazing that we're going to focus in on today. He talks about time. And he says this, quoting from... The prophet Isaiah he says in a favorable time. This is Second Corinthians six and verse two. In a favorable time, I listened to you, and in a day of salvation, I helped you. And look at these words. This is our theme for this Vision Sunday. Behold, everybody say, behold. Now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. I want to preach a message real quick and then we're going to talk about some vision. And the message title is this, Now is the Time. and That's the theme for this Vision Sunday. Paul's quoting Isaiah. He's talking about the mercy of God, the rescuing nature of God, the way God will show up at the right time. You know, God never shows up late. He's the very definition of punctuality. He shows up on time. And I believe in our journey as a church, God has always shown up on time. God has always shown up on time. And we've been on a miracle journey as a church since 2015, since Jill and I moved down from New York where I was working in a job and we were doing life up there and we gave up on the Northeast because let's be honest, who wants to live there? (laughs) That was just a joke. I got lots of friends up there. I got to be careful. But to return here to St. Augustine, which we'd actually lived as a family before for a brief period of time, and um, to come back here and to start what we believed would be a church. What we believed God had set on our hearts to begin a church, which started as a simple Bible study in our living room, which was really exciting to see so many people show up that time and then it was so exciting for us to step out in faith and see people show up at our first ever gathering at the Pumpkin Church. I don't know if anyone was there. I think there's still plenty of people that were there that night. We had 120 people show up at this gathering that we creatively called The Gathering. That was probably me and my, the extent of my creativity. But then we went on a journey of faith. Renting different venues and going from place to place. Some of the venues we rented, was starting at the, we started at the Pumpkin Church and then we went to the Lewis Auditorium at Flagler College and then we went to the Parlor Room, which is up by Dose Coffee and then we went to the Pioneer Barn. In fact, the Parlor Room was hilarious because on Friday, we had nowhere to meet. They told us, sorry, you can't have church at the Armory, you're going to have to find it. Imagine on a Friday being told you don't have a place to meet as a church. And we'd had quite a few people at that point. Then we went on and finally we found a short-term situation at the Armory, which we became home and so many people came to faith at the Armory and, you know, became part of Colonial Church and then eventually we set our sights here on this building, here at 207, 550 State Road 207, Our home. And it's been three years. I was talking to someone this morning. They were like, man, I was there at the Armory when you talked about this being the place that was going to become our home, which was so cool. And it's been so exciting to see us grow. But it's all been fueled. Listen to me. It's all been fueled by vision. A vision. This is the vision of our church. If you don't know it yet, I want to encourage you when it comes to your family, when it comes to your spiritual life, you need to memorize our vision as a church because you are attached to the vision of our church. You are part of the vision unfolding in our church but this is our vision our vision is this to build an exciting vibrant bible-based church whose focus is Jesus and mission is to welcome people home and i love the simplicity of our vision because it sums up the great commission it sums up our purpose as believers and then it incorporates our desire to build a great healthy church that's focused on Jesus And it's exciting that in 2015, we began with just a vision and God has done so much. Six years, God has done so much. And we don't for a moment, take it for granted. We don't for a moment, Jill and I, we don't sit there for a single moment and say, oh, well, you know, it's what we expected. Be like, oh yeah, of course. We've been blown away. And I love it here in 2 Corinthians 6, you get the same sense coming through from the prophet Isaiah, but also from Paul who's repeating this, This verse, but it's like, behold! What that means in biblical speak is awesome! And sometimes we sit here and we're just like, how awesome is God? What God has done in six years blows us away. And it's an unfolding, continuing vision. So I wanted to talk today about the four foundations of the vision of our church going forward. Four foundations. And here's what I'd love for you to do is I'd love for you to take every single one of these foundations, think about the four corners of a house, the four posts, the four structural foundations, which are the structural foundations of the vision going forward as a church. But this is what I want you to do. I want you to actually take these for yourself as personal vision foundations, faith declarations, Things that you can attach your life and your family to when it comes to vision going forward. So yes, it's the vision of our church, but it's also the vision of your life. It's a vision of my life. It's a vision of what God is doing in our lives together. Sound good? Now is the time, is the theme. So they're all going to begin with now, okay? And now is the time. You ready? Number one, first foundation of the future vision of our church is this. Now is the time to go deeper. So I mentioned six years, you know, we're getting to a point now where I I praise God that we're beginning to get established. We're beginning to get established as a church and beginning to to find our feet, so to speak. We're sort of getting to a point where, you know, and church, as, as churches start, they need to go through this phase where you begin to get established to then go forward. And I believe God is leading us now to a place where it's time to go deeper. Remember when we started our church, there was one Basically, um, one prerequisite, two prerequisites uh, to being on our team when we first started our church, you had to know how to breathe and show up. So if you were breathing and you were there, you're on the team. But in the early days of church planning, getting going, colonial church beginning, it was just like, hey, we just need to figure this thing out. We just need to make this thing happen on a Sunday. We just need to make this thing happen in midweek. This is just, just something we've got to make happen. And I praise God that we've made, God has made it happen. We've partnered with God as He's made it happen. We've done it. But here we are today. And I believe God is saying it's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper. And how do you go deeper when it comes to the things of God? You do it with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that's what God is doing in our house and is going to do in our house. Deeper into the things of God when it comes to speak, people's spiritual lives. Deeper when it comes to the things of God in people's journey of faith and understanding and revelation from God and growth in relationships and it's time to go deeper. I love this scripture, it's in 1 Corinthians so just scoot back one chapter. Chapter 2, First Corinthians 2 and verse 6. Paul's speaking about the way God works, about the way we partner with the Spirit, how the Holy Spirit comes into our lives and does a deep work. It says in verse six, we of course have plenty of wisdom to pass on to you. Again, speaking to the church. Once you get your feet on firm spiritual ground, I feel like that's where our church has come to. We're we're, we're getting our feet firm. We're We're finding our feet as a church. But it's not just popular wisdom, the fashionable wisdom of high priced experts that will be out of date in a year or so. God's wisdom is something mysterious, listen to it, that goes deep into the interior of His purposes. You don't find it lying around on the surface. It's not the latest message, but more like the oldest. What God determined is the way to bring out the best in us long before we ever arrived on the scene. You know, God had planned all of this before any of us ever showed up. The experts of the day haven't a clue about what His eternal plan is. If they had, they wouldn't have killed the master of the God-designed life on a cross. That's why we have this scripture text. No one has ever seen or heard anything like this. No one has so much imagined anything quite like it. What God has arranged for those who love Him. But look at verse 10. But you've seen and heard because God by His Spirit has brought it all out into the open before you. Praise God for the way He works that by His Spirit, He makes it plain. He brings it out into the open. He shows us what it is. The Spirit, not content to flit around on the surface, I love this, dives deep into the depths of God and brings out what God had planned all along. We're going to go deeper. I'm believing this year that you're going to go deeper. I'm believing that this year that you're going to go to a place spiritually, you and your family, Your children, they're going to go to a place deeper spiritually with God by the power of the Spirit than you ever have before. That it's going to be a depth that only you can testify to and experience because here's what the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit doesn't leave us on the surface. That's what that Scripture says. He doesn't leave us just lying around on the surface. The Holy Spirit takes us and dives deep into the depths of God. How awesome is that? So I'm excited that we as a church, we're going to go deeper. We're going to drive the stake down further, become even better, greater disciples of the Master Jesus in 2022 and beyond with the Spirit's help. So that's the first foundation. We're going to believe that now is the time to go deeper. Number two, Vision Sunday Foundation, now is the time to take more ground. I'm going to take on the spirit of Joshua right now for a moment. We just finished a series called War in our church, but we are got to understand, church, that we're in a battle, that this is a war. What's the What war are we in? The spiritual war over the souls of the people in our city and region. But now is the time, I believe God is saying, for us to take more ground, to believe, to drive out more of the enemy, in this spiritual battle, to believe that God would give us more of an inheritance when it comes to the people. See, that's, that's the promised land for us as a church, is to reach more of the people that don't know Jesus yet. To take more ground. Now is the time. Once we've got established, God has given us opportunity. God has given us breakthrough. God has brought us to a place. And I believe it's time to take more ground to see more souls won to the kingdom of God, to advance the purposes of God in this place that God has caused us to be. This is the time. This is the acceptable time. I believe this is the right time for us as a church to believe for more and more people to get saved. I don't know if I could say it any more plainly than that. I don't believe that there's a time coming where it's going to be better. I believe God is saying now is the time. Let me read the same scripture, 2 Corinthians 6, 2, in the New Living Translation. For God says, just at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Look at this. Indeed, the right time is now. I feel like someone needs to hear that today. The right time is now. Now is the time. When it comes to speaking to your neighbor about Jesus, can I just encourage you and prophesy into your life? Now is the time to speak to him about Jesus. When it comes to being an influence in your community, in your school, in your workplace, now is the time. Now is the time to take ground. When God gives you something, he says, I'm giving you something for the purpose of seeing more done with it. God is saying, now is the time. Now's the time to advance his purpose his plan in Jesus' name. So that's foundation number two. Foundation number three of the vision of our church going forward is this, now is the time to make an impact. So now's the time to go deeper, to take more ground, but to make an impact. What am I talking about there? I'm talking about influence. Talking about for us as a church, I believe now is the time for us to see a change in our city. Listen to me, church, because we're here. Like, what are you talking about? Because we exist. You know, the fact that you exist as a Christian in your world means that your world should change. It's exactly the same with our church. We, we, we never planted our church. Jill and I, we never started our church with, the, with our team to be like, okay, cool, this is just going to be great for us. We, we believe that this would, there would be a noticeable change in the landscape of our city because Colonial Church started and Colonial Church believed in faith and Colonial Church saw people one to Jesus and Colonial Church decided to take more ground. Now's the time to make an impact. I'm believing that many people are going to notice our church in the right way, notice that we exist. You know, I learned in the in. I learned this from my father in law about this thing called impact fees when it comes to bu- building a house. It sounds like an absolute racket. <laughs> an impact fee is like if you get a, a, you know, we call them lots here, but in Australia we call it a block, block of land. You want to buy a block of land? Yeah, I want to buy a block of land. But when you get your block or lot, you got to pay an impact fee to build your house. I was like, what why? What's the point of that? It was like, well, do you want water? <laughs> do you want to be connected to sewer? That would be nice. But you pay an impact fee because you are changing. There's an impact fee because you're changing the landscape. There's a noticeable change because you're building a house on that land. The landscape changed. Everything's changed. There's an impact. Here's what I'm believing for our church: that because colonial church is stepping out in faith, because we're going deeper as a church, because we're taking more ground as a church, there's an impact, there's a noticeable change because we exist. (laughs) The people look at us and be like, man, what's happening over there? I need to know. And I'm believing that through that, through that impact, through that change, that many, many people will come to know Jesus. Many, many families will see change. I'm believing through our church and the impact and the influence that we have as a church to be many, many families, literally generations changed for eternity because we decided to be here and partner with God in Jesus' name. Now is the time to make an impact. And the fourth foundation is this, now is the time to get the word out, to get the word out. Matthew chapter 28, Verse 18, it says, And Jesus came to them and said to his disciples, this is the very end, before he went to heaven. He says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I believe that now is the time for us as a church to spread the gospel to get the Word out, to tell as many people as we can, to gather up and to spread out and to tell as many people as we can about the good news of Jesus Christ any way we can to get the Word out. It's exciting. So they're the four foundations, I believe, of Vision Sunday going forward. So what I thought I might do now is I might invite my better half up here. So Jill's going to come up here now and we're going to talk. Yeah, please welcome her up. And in previous years, we've taken this this part of the the series and we've done some videos and done some production and last year, Vision Sunday, we, we went out into the field in the back and preached the Vision Sunday message from there, which was so exciting and But this year, I thought it'd be really cool if we could just take some time, a few minutes, and just speak from our heart about the vision going forward. Is that okay? So you get to hear from us what we believe is coming, what we're excited about, share some amazing things that God is doing, and so forth. You look so pretty today. Talk about vision. (laughs) That's pretty good. I feel like
1: our kids are going to watch this one day and be like, Dad,
0: this is so <laughs> ridiculous. So we wanted to, to go back through those four foundations and share some things and talk about the future of our church. So the first foundation was that we really believe in that it's time to go deeper. Now is the time for us as a church to go deeper, deeper into a relationship with Jesus, but deeper into growing as believers and growing in relationship together. And one of the ways that, we're really excited about this because something that we've been really believing for for a while, but it just hasn't really been the right time yet. Um, now is the time, though. But there's just, there's just something powerful when it comes to church and a focus and an investment into marriages in a church. And believing for strong marriages and believing for, for people that are coming into church and starting to get married, which is so cool to see through the last few years, seeing young people getting married and um, you know, starting their life together and finding their life's partner in church. But in 2022, we're going to kick it off in February with our first ever marriage conference, which is going to be so cool. So we're going to partner with XO, which is an amazing ministry. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, I'm so excited about this. And one of the coolest parts is we've actually utilised a lot of um, Pastor Jimmy Evans and his wife Karen, right, and um, and a lot of their materials have helped people in our church already navigate marriages in highs and lows and premarital counseling. And we've even, we used to sit down, there was a season we did with our staff where every Wednesday we would sit and we called it Marriage Wednesdays. There's not even a ring to that. I don't don't know why. It's a great name though. Marriage Wednesdays. We would sit down on a Wednesday for an hour and we would watch um, Marriage Today, which is from uh, Pastor Jimmy and Karen And we would learn from them. It didn't matter if you're married or you're single. You know, it it doesn't matter. It's just good to equip yourself, even just how to love others, number one, but also how to be in a marriage one day or how to help grow your marriage um, in the day that you're in. So I am so excited. And I just want to say also, I get the email from XO, from the marriage conference. I'm signed up, subscribed to their stuff. And I get an email from them probably once a week or so. And it is so encouraging to me every time I read it. They hit like the, most, uh, like the most raw topics that you would... I mean, sometimes I'm opening up and I'm like, oh, okay, we're, just, we're going there today. It's like Tuesday, but all right. You know, but it's so helpful. So I'm so excited that we get to help you guys with this.
0: And it's awesome too. Um, much loved by our church. Uh, we're going to have pastors John and Helen Burns come. So in February, yes. 2022... We have special guests and we're going to have them here and we're going to turn it into a whole weekend and partnering with XO, first ever marriage conference, which is really, really exciting. So praise God for that, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Foundation number two was believing to take ground as a church. And this has really been on my heart since we started our church. I remember gathering up sort of our our team and saying, you know, as long as, um, as, as soon as we possibly can, I'm really believing that we as a church, we're gonna, we're gonna buy a land and building situation. We're not gonna be a church that rents any longer than we absolutely have to. And last year, it was so exciting to announce to our church that we bought um, the, the acreage behind us, which secured, when you think about it, the vision of our church secured for future generations and, and um, for future purposes for us as churches, as we grow. And But as part of us coming into this facility as a church, one of the things that was embedded in our lease that I really wanted in there that, um, you know, I really believed in faith that we would see was the option to be able to buy this building and to be able to buy it as quickly as we possibly could. I didn't want to pay rent for a single second longer than we had to. And so in these last few months, as we partnered with um, our financial partners and really believed and our church has been so amazing at being faithful with giving, and you guys are so incredible when it comes to giving and then just stewarding all the opportunities. It is so exciting to tell you as a church, to tell our church family, we now own this building. As of Friday, so we... Isn't that
1: awesome? We're signing stuff.
0: You get to see my. If we filmed
1: all of the signing, it would be like a 40 minute long video (laughs) of signing papers.
0: So, Jill and I got to go down with some of our team to the closing table this week, and church, we own it. It's ours. And that's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. I just want to say on behalf of Jill and I, thank you to all of our church for obviously being generous and faithful and really believing alongside of us. Um, Thank you to all our kingdom builders. Uh, Thank you to the partners that worked with us. Our church has incredible partners now that partner alongside of us. They're not necessarily in our church, but they they see what Colonial Church is doing, and they want to partner. That's financial partners, i.e. the bank. Um... (laughs) you know, but also commercial real estate people and people that have helped us to get to this place. We want to thank you. We want to honour you. We want to say thank you so much for coming alongside us um, and getting to this point, which is really exciting. So now that we own the building, and obviously we owe the bank as well, a lot of money, (laughs) but we're also looking to really enhance this facility. So do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: I do, but I also want to say... We get to say welcome home a little differently today, yes. right? Because <laughs> this is your house. So like, don't think it's like we've done something. We are doing, God is doing something in yep. his house, and we are all a part of it. So this is your house. So don't walk in the doors like, oh, it's so nice when I go to the church. You're going to your house. This is God's house, and you're a part of it. And so you're coming home every week, and God, this belongs to God, right? And we're a part of it, so that's amazing. Um, so one thing I'm really, really excited about is um, our Colonial Kids. We have the most amazing kids in this house. There is no junior Holy Spirit, and they are growing up in the house of God, and they are learning to not just hear about him from their parents, but to experience him for themselves, right? And we have an incredible team of Colonial Kids leaders and Colonial Kids pastors, and that in itself is just like praise God for what he's done since the day that, you know, he started building this house, Um, But we really had it on our hearts on how how can we help our kids have more space? How can we give them somewhere that feels a little bit more like home to them? So that's like we have so much vision for the future. But for right now, um, across the next year, we will be building two playgrounds outside (laughs) for our kids. One for the little kids and then a separate one for our big kids. And it's just going to open up the whole the space that we have for them to be able to be outside. There's a lot of kids that come through God's we have house a lot on of Sunday kids, morning.
0: People. A lot of kids. It's
1: amazing, and we really want it to be a space where they can come and they feel like they can just go experience God in so many ways. And so that's going to be one way that that happens. Another way is um, behind the wall here. We affectionately call this the warehouse because it still is 100% a warehouse.
0: It smells like a warehouse. It
1: smells, it feels like it, it smells like it. Like when my kids are here in the week, I'm like, don't go back there without shoes on. It's fine, it's totally fine. Um, you know, but it's really gonna see a makeover over the next year. And so there's a few ways that that's gonna happen. I'll let Maddie fill you on, on some, but I wanna start by saying there's a whole room over to the side, a big room, that is going to be just for kids. (laughs) We're getting a whole nother wing for kids over there, which is amazing.
0: So we're going to take some time over the next year, and we're going to uh, develop out what we call the warehouse. And um, really, our goal while we're, you know, doing church in this building, as long as God would have us in this building doing church, is we're going to enhance every single square inch of this place. Um, And it's really becoming apparent that we need to. Um, you know, when we first moved into this building, we were considering even, you know, subleasing some of the space in the back because, you know, we thought that would be good stewardship and that that would be, you know, sort of a good way to do it. But what we found out very quickly was God did not want us to do that because he was going to send us people. And so what's really cool is you can see some of the, uh, the initiatives there. We're going to um, have some extra offices for midweek pastoral care um, and our staff. And then on top of that, we're also going to make room for Colonial Kids. So praise God, hey, for a church home. So awesome to take more ground and, you know, it's only been three and a half years that we've been in this building and to be already in a place where where we can say that our church name is on the deed. Praise God for that. It's pretty awesome. Third foundation is we're believing now is the time as a church for us to make an impact and to to stand together, unified as a church, to believe to make an impact, to have an influence, for there to be a noticeable change in the landscape of our city because we as a church are here. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that.
1: I'm so excited for the last one. (laughs) I don't feel like we should be shooting off like cannon, like those little things that like fly everywhere. But you know what? Jesus was born in a manger. It was the greatest thing that ever happened to the earth. So we're just delivering the news. God did something incredible. (laughs) Um, we love to hear from God on how he's calling us to make an impact, not just here in our city, but also in the world. And that's always in conversations around this house is how is God shining through us so that when people look at us in our everyday walking around lives, they see Jesus. And so we are all in a sense, we are all missionaries that are going out from God's house to be a light in the world around us, right? Um, But we get to support some incredible um, missions projects that are here in our city, but also across the earth. I just wanted to read really quickly Psalm 96, 1 through 3. It says, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Praise. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations. His marvelous deeds among all peoples. So here we are in his house called to sing to the Lord and to praise him, but also to go and declare what he's done among all people. And so some of the ways that we're doing that this year is um, we're supporting Christian surfers which is ob- obviously, right? Like, we love to surf. We, that's where our family spends a lot of time together. We love to be in the water. We've seen how it can impact people, and it creates community. And what a beautiful place to bring Jesus into a conversation, sitting out on the in the gorgeous ocean, you know, and the waves. And there's just something about that. And also, Christian Surfers is incredible at missions trips going out from here across the earth to reach people groups that just need the joy of Jesus coming through a surfboard and a friendly face and somebody saying, hey, you have purpose and you're awesome. So we get to support Christian surfers. We're also supporting Vision Rescues still, which is our friend Biju Thampi, um, in India. And man, what an incredible man, what an incredible family he has and what an incredible work God is doing through them. And you're going to... Yeah, I'm speaking at right? their dinner next month. So we just love being like, woven together with them. What a, what an amazing thing to get to be a part of. And when we say we, it means you. You're yeah. a part of that. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this isn't, oh, Maddie and I are, are partnering with some missions organizations. You are partnered. At, like, when you think about them, think, wow, I'm partnered I get to be partnered with Vision Rescue. I get to be partnered with Christian Servers. You're partnered with them. Um, also with Compassion International, you know that we do work with them. We had a, a lot of kids. I don't have the number exactly sponsored when we did Good Friday at the amphitheater and throughout the year as well, just in ways that we're able to come alongside and partner with Compassion Um Locally, we support different missions throughout the week. We also have an incredible woven care team. If you're wondering, if you're wondering where the joy truck is, it's still coming. We don't have the truck, but we've been making deliveries all year. Yeah. Our care teams are incredible at meeting the needs of our local community. And if you have a need, make sure you let us know. Yeah. Um, we've also gotten to support some amazing church plants. Um, locally, which is so cool because somebody walks in and they say, I have a heart to see the house of God flourish in this city in Florida. And we get to say, we, would, we were there. We were, we were you at one point. So how can we come alongside and support you? So we've been able to, able to support Harbor Church, Freedom House, and Voyage Church. And we actually have a little video from the Rippies.
0: Yeah, so Harbor Church is a brand new church in Sarasota, Florida. And I think it's absolutely incredible that we as a church now that we've gotten established as a church, can help other churches get established. And so, um, you know, that that relationship with them is strong and they're actually connected through family to some of the team in our church. And we got the opportunity to spend some time with them, invest in them. Um, They came to staff meeting here at church and sort of we helped them with whatever we could help them with. And they just had their launch a few weeks ago and they sent us this video, which we want to play for you. So here we go. Hey Colonial Church, it's Jordan and Kristen Rippey and we just launched Harbor Church, which you guys were such an important part of, both in supporting us financially and in Pastor Matt and Jill just being available to us as a resource and great friends to us. We had 268 people join us at our launch, but most importantly, we had multiple people who for the first time made a decision to follow Christ.
1: And we are so thankful for you, for your generosity and support. We could not have done this without you. So we just want to say thank you.
0: Isn't that beautiful? Praise God. We love those guys and we're believing, you know, we wanted to say that not because, you know, we wanted to big note ourselves and say, Aren't we great? We're helping people. But I think this is part of our mission as a church is to, is to, see what God has done here and to invest in people trying to do the same thing in other places that when they feel like they have a vision to do it and so we really believe in that over the next yeah. year and beyond that we're going to be able to do that many many times over.
1: It's such awesome. a beautiful picture of generosity too, right? Because God what God has given to us and what he's allowed us to steward, it is generosity, but now we get to pour it back out like We're just meant to be a channel. We're not supposed to be like a dam. We don't, the the blessing doesn't get stopped up where we are because we're worried that, oh, well, what if we don't have enough for this thing coming up or this thing coming up? But we're actually just a channel as the people of God for him to be able to pour out what he knows we need onto us and let it flow right through us to the people he wants to bless beyond us. And that's just, what a picture of the church. We're just supposed to let people stand on our shoulders. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. But let me like put this person on my shoulder so they can go even
0: further beautiful. Awesome. Well, we're believing that it's time to go deeper, take ground, make an impact, and then finally believing that now's the time to spread the Word, to get the Word out. And as you would have known last year, um, we stepped out in faith as a church and as a staff and decided that we would put on Good Friday at the Amphitheatre. Do you remember Good Friday at the Amphitheatre? And for, in a lot of ways, that was you know, a, a dream that, that Jill and I had had for a long time ago. I still remember the time I drove past the amphitheater. I think Jeremy was in the truck with me and I said, hey, we're going to do church in there one day. And we did it and it was sort of a test case to see could we do it? Would anyone show up? Was God in this? Um, you know, did all of our staff quit the, the, the next day? Um, and we have the most incredible staff. We have, you know, have 21 people on staff now as a church. And come on, can we thank our staff for all that they do? They work so hard and they're so incredible and we're so blessed. And so we really can't think of a a greater way where we're positioned, where God has caused us to be to get the Word out than to every single year put on Good Friday at the amphitheatre and spread the Gospel (laughs) that way. And so... As part of this vision Sunday we're announcing that we have secured the amphitheater for this coming Good Friday. And also, we have secured it for multiple years. We're believing that this is going to become one of the biggest things we do as a church. That this is going to change the landscape of our city and that multiple, you know, thousands and thousands of people will come to know Jesus be influenced by the gospel of Jesus. Through our desire as a church, we, all of us getting behind it and saying, no, this is something big that we put on. This is really important that we get the word out about it and believe that many, many people, and I'm believing that you're going to have family members that get saved at Good Friday. I'm believing you're having neighbours that are going to show up on Good Friday because they're like, man, what is this concert this church is putting on at the amphitheatre? And then they get hit by the gospel right between the eyes (laughs) and everything changes because we decided in faith, partnering with God to step out and say, you know what, God? We're believing here that we're going to spread the Word, the best message going around, which is the message of Jesus. So it's pretty exciting. So would you stand with me? Us. We can take these. We're going to take some time just for a second before we worship. We want to pray. And I said before I talked about those four foundations, we talked about making them personal. That that vision of those four foundations They could actually be faith declarations of your life. That they could be things that you decide, hey, for me going forward, the vision for my life as well as our church is for me to go deeper. The vision for for my life and our family is that that we would see more ground taken, that we would see more of an impact, that we would be part of getting the word out. So what we wanted to do was to pray for Jill and I to pray over you and our church, for us to pray together over our church, over the purposes and the plans that God has for our church. And I think there is such such power in prayer, but when we're unified in prayer and agreement and believing together for for good things. So if you're with your family, I'd love it if you could just take a moment, hold hands with your family. Can we get old school for a moment? We're gonna pray, I wanna pray over your family for you to see a deeper level with God for a greater impact for you to be part of the Word going out in our city. So come on, let's all pray. God, we just thank you this Vision Sunday for everything that you're doing, God. Father, we're so grateful, so grateful for the journey to this point. Everything that's happened, the way that you've worked, the miracles that you've done, the places you've taken us, Lord, the provision that you've brought. Father, the people that you've brought into our world, the strategic people that have helped us to get to this place. God, we give you praise, we give you honour. We're so grateful, God, and we look to the future, God. Father, I pray right now for the families that make up our church, the individuals that make up our church. Lord, we believe in this year to see a deeper level of knowing you, a deeper level of revelation, a greater depth in the things of God. Father, we thank you as well, God, that we're going to see more ground taken for the kingdom. More ground taken when it comes to inheriting the promised land, Lord, the overcoming Christian life, God. We believe for that. God, we thank you for the impact father we thank you for the influence we believe for great impact for great influence lord for there to be a noticeable change over our city because of the families the people our church god and finally we thank you lord as the word goes out as the message of jesus the gospel of grace goes out into our city you're going to bless it in jesus name thanks for listening to that podcast we pray it blessed you